If you would please open your Bibles to Luke 18. Tonight I want to talk to you about presenting your case. Luke 18. I'm reading now the New American Standard. Verse 1. It says, Now he was telling them a parable to show that at all times they ought to pray and not lose heart saying, In a certain city there was a judge who did not fear God and did not respect man. There was a widow in that city, and she kept coming to him, saying, Give me legal protection from my opponent. Now understand, in this, in this season, if you were a widow, you were at the mercy of whomever, because they didn't have the rights that women in Western countries have. And so she is crying out for justice. And it says, Give me legal protection from my opponent. The King James says, avenge me of my adversary. And the NIV says, grant me justice against my adversary. So she is crying out for justice, for protection, for help from the judge. Verse 4. For a while he was unwilling, because he doesn't fear God and doesn't care for man, right? He's unwilling. He afterwards said to himself, even though I do not fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow bothers me, I will give her legal protection. Otherwise, by continually coming, she will wear me out. He just didn't want to be aggravated. He didn't care about her situation, but figured she's going to bug me till I give her what she wants, so I'm just going to give her what she wants to get her out of my hair. Right? Verse 6, And the Lord said, Hear what the unrighteous judge said. Now will not God bring about justice for his elect who cry to him day and night? And will he delay long over them? I tell you that he will bring about justice for them quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Jesus does a contrast. He said that an unrighteous judge can still give you what you need if you promise to pester him. <laughs> but he says, righteous God. How much more is righteous God wanting to give justice to you? And it's not a matter of, of him holding out because we're going to have to pester him until he does so. But it's a matter of God's heart is to give us justice. But God says he's looking for, is there going to be faith on the earth? Is anybody going to believe that God's going to come through for him? You see, when you go after the unrighteous judge, you know, he's the one that's got the power. How many of you know judges have a lot of power? Don't tick off the judge, right? Behave yourself around the judge because they've been given authority to lock you up or sentence you or, or release you, whatever. And so it's the same thing. When we're going to Almighty God, we go to Him knowing He's the one that's got the keys. He's the one that can solve your problems. So many times, what are we looking to? We're looking for people to solve our problems. Looking for a man. Say, so there's your bosses in the way. Your pastor's in the way. Your spouse is in the way. Somebody's in the way. It's like, that's not the problem. You go to God. What does God say? He is the judge over all the earth. In Ephesians 6.18, the word says, With all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit. And with this in view, be on alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. With all prayer and petition. A petition is a legal term. When you go to court, you have a complaint, you want to petition the courts, right? Many of us have been involved in legal, legal proceedings. You understand there's, there's a petition. A petition is a formally drawn request. You don't just knock on, you know, walk in the courthouse one day and say, Hey, judge, do this for me. It don't work that way, does it? You have to go through a prescribed procedure to make a formal request. 
And that's even to get heard, right? How many know that judges throw things out? They think they're frivolous. They think it's got no merit. They throw things out. So there's a formal request and there's a procedure that you go through to make sure that your complaint is heard by the judge. So when you go in, you're going to go in with your facts. You're going to go in and state your case. I looked this up just online just to see what it says about how to petition the court. You know you can find anything online. Right. So I looked at eHow. And eHow had a list of what you do to petition the court. The first thing you do is you call or drop by the courthouse to see if they've got if they have the forms that you need for petition. Because you don't just go in there with your, you know, sticky note. You need to have a particular form to go in for there. Then the second step is you write out your grievance. You explain who you have a grievance with, why you're bringing it to the attention of the court or whatever authority. Then the third thing you do is you contact that authority directly to make sure you completed all the requirements for petitioning before you file and make sure there's no other forms and no other information that's required. You want to make sure all your ducks in a row, you've got everything that you're supposed to have to go to court. Then number four, then you go to the courthouse and you file your petition and bring money because there's going to be a fee involved. I read this th two or three places that said bring money, bring money, because they don't do this for free, right? And then you wait for a response from the judge. So that's what you do in a natural setting. You know, the Bible says in 1 John 5, 14 and 15, this is the confidence that we have before him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions which we have asked from him. See, God wants to grant your petition. But you know what? There are sometimes we go and we try to act like the sticky note with God. Sometimes we get frivolous in our requests, and it's something that's really serious upon our heart. And God is looking for someone who is going to formally make a petition. You know, a petition is a form of prayer. And this is where you've done your homework. It's not just that you're upset, you're mad, you're offended or whatever. This is where you've done your homework. And you know exactly what has been violated, you know exactly what the problem is, and you know what the law says about that situation. Is the law, which is the Word of God, is the Word of God on your side. So if we take the same analogy over to the spirit realm, if you want to bring your grievance to the court of heaven, has anybody here got a grievance? All right, all right. Has the thief been stealing from you, robbing from you? Has something been stolen, taken? Is there something, some promise that has not been delivered, that's not been manifested? Something you're waiting on God for? Something you're seeing the enemy contest you in? Right? Well, if not, you know, see me because I'll give you a list. I'll give you some things to pray for, okay? But we've got some grievances. How many times have you watched a situation and said, God, that ain't right? I've been saying that this week. God, that ain't right. It ain't right. Well, me saying that ain't right is, is my complaint, but you know what? That's not a petition. It's the, it's the, it's the spark of my petition. <laughs> it's like, God, that ain't right. Something ought to change. Because that's what makes people go to court, right? I'll see you in court. Why? Because that ain't right. <laughs> Devil, I will see you in court. This has got to be our attitude. That ain't right. I'm going to take you to the highest courts. Mm -hmm. So when we're going to go in, understand your adversary is looking for chinks in your armor, looking for places where you have fallen, where you have made a mistake, because just like a prosecuting attorney, he's going to look for something to call you on, something to trash your reputation, 
to make you a less incredible person, right? This is what this is what the enemy of your soul does. So it's important when you and I go before the court, the judge of the universe, that we've got our ducks in a row according to the word of God. So that the enemy has got nothing that can bring slander against us that will hold water in the court of heaven. Amen? Alright. Number one, to bring your grievance to the court of heaven, you need the proper form. The form is you petition the Father in Jesus' name. You don't pray, dear Jesus, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. The form is you petition the Father in the name of Jesus because He is the judge. He's the one sitting there upon the throne, right? So we petition the Father. That's the, that's the form. Not even, oh God in heaven. But Jesus told us that when we pray, to petition Father. That's the proper form. Number two, write out your grievance. You may want to literally write out your grievance, but what we're saying is state your case. What has been done wrong? Where have you been violated? Where have you been stolen from? Where is the injustice in the situation? What is the injustice? Argue your case. What does the Word of God tell you about your situation? For example, the enemy comes and has brought swine flu into one of your relatives. And you read the Word of God that says, No weapon formed against me shall prosper. You read the Word of God that says, By his stripes I am healed. You can go to the court of heaven and say, God, your word has declared. And I stand in faith on what your word says. This is a violation of your word. Sickness has no place in me and my household. It's a violation. And so we're saying, I've got a complaint, God. I've got a complaint. What's the big idea with this happening in my household? It shouldn't have been that way. It shouldn't have happened. It's not right. I have it on authority for the law of God, the word of God, this is what's supposed to be in my life, not that. God's spoken a blessing to me, not a cursing, right? I'd be above only and not beneath. So when the enemy's trying to do a reversal on you, we're going to go and say, God, that's against the law. Right? As a child of God, as a child of king, yes? Okay. So what does the word of God say about your situation? Don't go in there just because you're mad, you're hurt, you're angry. What does the word of God say? Any lawyer that goes in to argue a case is going to, say, is going to argue legal precedent. What does the word say? What does the law say? It's not just opinion. Has anybody ever served in a jury? I served in a jury some months ago. Interesting process. You know, I listened to the, uh, I listened to, it was a, a car accident situation. Somebody wanted to sue the other person for damages. And, and I sat there and I listened to the whole thing and I thought, I'm really sorry, lady, that you got hurt in this accident. I'm really sorry about that. But I, as I listened to it, I thought, it ain't his fault. I'm sorry you got hurt. I'm sorry you had medical bills. But it's not his fault. So we, before we go back to the room to you know, discuss the, the case, uh, we were instructed by the judge with a list of rules. I forget what you call them. But they give you a list of things. These are the rules for determining a, a verdict. If And one of the things was, and we had to read them over very carefully and go into there, we you know, mediated over, well, this is what it says. You know, I feel sorry for her, she got hurt. But what this says is if there is any doubt that if in any way that this was, uh, that she contributed to this, she gets nothing. Well, I read it, we all said she contributed. She gets nothing. Now, that is what she wanted to hear. But we were going with what the law said. She contributed. She got nothing. Okay? See, that's, it's not going according to how sorry I feel for somebody. 
or you know, or my, the depth of my offense, that's not it. We're going with what the law says. So when you and I have a, have a, a, a grievance against a spiritual enemy, we're going to go with what does the law say? What does the word say? Pull out your prophecies. Pull out your promises. This is what God has said in your life. That stuff over there, that's a violation. It's got to go. Amen? So we're going to go in with the goods, not just ourselves as children of God, but going in with the law, with the word of God. Now, number three, check for additional requirements. Additional requirements. Not only just to you know bring your grievance and all, but what else do you need to do besides bring your grievance, bring the word of God, and pray to the Father in Jesus' name? Well, the word of God teaches us for one thing, you must forgive. You need to forgive the people in your life. And if your grievance is with a person, you must forgive that person so God is free to work on them. If you don't forgive them, God can't get involved. You want God involved, don't you? Yes, you do. So that means you have got to back away from being judge, jury, and executioner. As long as you want to be judge, jury, and executioner, God will not step in. So you've got to back up and say, God, I forgive you judge according to your perspective. What you see is right here, okay? Because I see things my way, but I don't see the whole picture. How do you know I always think I'm right? You do too, right? Right? We always think we're right. That's what the Word says. Every man's ways are right in his own eyes. Yeah, of course. I mean, we acknowledge we make mistakes, but not now, right? <laughs> not this time. So I don't see everything perfectly, and neither do you. So it's important to forgive and give it to God so that Jesus can forgive us, you know, and God can deal with the person and He can deal with the situation. That means when we forgive people, we are aligning ourselves with our advocate, Jesus Christ the righteous. You see, Jesus did no wrong and He suffered for it, right? On our behalf. And so since He is our advocate, He's our lawyer, Bible says, our advocate. That means we need to be righteous. You know, so that there's nothing here that the enemy can accuse us of. Because if I go with if I go and I bring my complaint, but I have got judgment, bitterness in my heart, the devil's gonna say, You don't get nothing. Look at that bitterness in her heart right there. God don't even forgive her. And matter of fact, the devil will use the word of God and speak it back to God. God, you can't forgive her because she hasn't forgiven. Right? The devil is a legalist. I mean, no, he will take the word of God and he will use it for his advantage if you and I find ourselves in a place of compromise. So the smart thing for us to do is to get ourselves aligned with the word of God. And the word of God says forgive, right? So forgive and release. Not only that, but you can take a step further. What did Jesus say about your enemies? Pray for them. And what about those who curse you? Bless them. When you do those things, that's additional requirements. Additional requirements that are all bringing you to a point of being totally justified so God is free to vindicate you and work on your behalf. Isn't that awesome? That's a pretty small requirement, don't you think? I mean, not too bad for getting the justice that you're looking for. Okay, number, number four, there's fees. <laughs> Bring an offering. <clears throat> Bring an offering. Psalm 50.14 says, Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and pay your vows to the Most High. Do you know that many times you can break a back of a spiritual problem or a natural problem just by doing this very thing. You make a petition to God, you pray, and you put your money where your mouth is. 
I know of a man who years ago, his granddaughter was kidnapped. And he got before God and he made a vow to God. He says, God, my children are to be blessed. They're to be protected and covered. And I ask you to bring my grandbaby home safe and sound. And he said, he took out everything in his savings account and gave it away. I mean, the child's grand, grandchild was that important. Cleared out his bank account and gave it away. And a little girl came home. Healed, fine, no problem. But, you know, he put his money where his mouth was. What was important to him? $10,000 in the bank or his grandchild? Right. I'm not saying you've got to put out $10,000, but I'm saying the thing is, is let God know you're serious. Because if you go down to the courthouse, they do nothing without money. Nothing. Not that you've got to pay God. You're not paying God. What you are doing is you're making a vow to God. God, I am trusting you to bring me justice in my situation. So here is an offering. Here's where my money is, where my mouth is. Amen? Amen. It's a good principle. The fifth point. Wait for the judge. To bring justice. When you have done all of this, now it's a matter of waiting for the judge to bring justice. And in this case, it is persevering. Remember in Luke 18.1, why did Jesus tell the story of this woman? He said, so that, that people, so, to show this parable, so that they always ought to pray and not lose heart. How many of y'all know that sometimes court cases get dragged out? Man, you get tired of it. Some cases go on for weeks and months and years, and you're tired of it, and it's one thing after another, you know. Everybody just goes through the process and eats up your money. And so sometimes it's a matter of persevering. It's staying in there. It's not giving up. Lord God, I still believe. I have come to you in Jesus' name. I've made the decree. i made the petition. There will be justice because you are not unrighteous. You are not unjust. You will do right by me. And this is not a matter of getting God to act, but it's a matter of God of standing in faith and persevering. You know, because God is working with people and situations. And some people are stubborn. Have y'all found that out? Some people are stubborn. Some people drag their feet. You know, all the times we dragged our feet. Oh God, I'll get, I will, I will, I'll get around to it, you know. And then we ask God for something. Well, God, how come so and so doesn't move any faster? Hmm. Hmm. Maybe they're doing the same thing we were doing. Well, you know, it's like people coming to you. I said, you know, I think I had a word for you about three weeks ago. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I'm like, come on. You had a word for me three weeks ago. Do you know what I was dealing with three weeks ago? Come on. So we want our word now, don't we? Yes. Oh, you bet we do. <laughs> let's give the way that we want to receive. And let's persevere in faith. Because God is patient. Sometimes He is working with people, giving them time. Sometimes, you know, God is so full of mercy. He's given that person time to repent. So that they don't have disaster in their life. I mean, I was praying about a situation, and I says, God, I don't, wish this, I don't wish them harm at all. I don't. I want them to be blessed. But, God, I need justice. So, you know, you know where they are. You know where it's all at. So, I'm just going to do my part, petition the court, and send in faith, and trust God that it's going to be all right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wait for the judge to bring justice. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible says in Hebrews 12, too, that Jesus has sat down at the right hand of God. 
Bible says in 1 John 2, 1, He is our advocate. So I love this picture of our advocate, our lawyer, is sitting right next to the judge and says, Judge, this person belongs to me. They confess their sins. My blood's covered. Don't even listen to the prosecuting attorney. They're innocent by my blood. They belong to us. They're standing upon your word. Grant the petition. <laughs> I do a happy dance. Jesus asking Father, grant their petition. Because of my blood, because of my word, grant the petition. You see how she forgave? You see how she's standing in faith? Isn't that wonderful, Father? Grant the petition. Amen. Amen. I tell you what, guys, sometimes we just need to have our eyes open and see what's actually happening in heaven at the throne. I tell you what, I think your faith would, I, I think you would just not worry about things ever again. Hallelujah. Matthew twelve eighteen says, Behold my servant whom I have chosen, my beloved in whom my soul is well pleased. I will put my spirit upon him, and he shall proclaim justice to the Gentiles. You know, the Lord loves justice. There's a lot of injustice that's going on in people's lives right now. I'm looking at people I really care about. Tremendous amount of injustice going on. But it's time to petition the courts of heaven. It's time to do it the right way. And let's stand in faith and agree together and let's see some justice happen. Amen. Let's persevere. God's looking for faith on the earth. Is there anybody here who believes Him? Is there anybody here that's willing to stand and wait for justice? Absolutely. He is not going to fail us. He's going to come through. He's going to come through because He loves justice. We do our part and trust Him to figure out how. Say, God, I don't know how. It looks impossible. I don't know how it's going to happen. You don't have to know how. You just have to know who. Hallelujah. just have to know who. You have to know what the Word of God says. And if God deals with your heart about something else, then you get your, keep your account short. Forgive, get it right, adjust, and go on. Because you don't want there to be anything that gets in the way of you receiving your justice. Amen? Amen. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you that you love justice. I thank you, Lord God, that you have shown us how that we can petition the courts of heaven. That, Lord, we are to persevere. And, Lord, you are the God who will avenge your elect speedily. And, Lord God, we've got some situations where we need some justice. We've got some situations where we need divine intervention. We need to see the courts of heaven issue a decree. Lord, it's time to see some breakthrough. The enemy has been coming too fast, too hard, too long after too many people. And it's time, Lord God, to see a change. So I ask, Lord God, that you stir each one of us up to get serious about petitioning the court of heaven, of making a formal declaration, to do it according as you have spelled out in your word, in the name of Jesus, that we're forgiving. Lord, we're based on what your word says, and we stand in faith, and Lord God, we bring an offering, and it shall be a day of justice for everyone, in Jesus' name, hallelujah, hallelujah, amen, amen. Well, I'm excited about it. I want to hear some good praise reports about how you have gotten your breakthrough because you petitioned heaven, amen, and, if, and email me. Let me know about the things you are petitioning heaven for. And let's get an agreement. We'll hook up the intercessors. Let's get an agreement, all right? And let's see some things, you know, because we join together. Nobody's supposed to be in this battle by themselves. We're supposed to be in this together with, with one another. 
And let's join together. Let's mix our faith together. And let's see some breakthrough. Because your breakthrough is my breakthrough. I mean, I get as excited about you getting free as me, right? Hallelujah. Your answer to prayer gets me excited. Mine's coming. Hallelujah. Let's join together. Amen. Amen.